Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day today. I decided to actually change it up and do a different T-shirt besides black. So I hope you guys are enjoying this. And today. because you did use your black T-shirt, I wore my black T-shirt. <laughs> In case you guys care. I had requests. I know you, I was I know you don't change care. clothes. Yes, I change clothes every day. Doesn't seem like it on the show, but yes, here we are. And uh, giving you guys a heads up, you voted it one almost by a landslide. Actually, not by a landslide, by a massive landslide. The magnesium brain food, the one and only product that is one of the most effective we have in the market as far as maintaining healthy brain functioning and a host of other health benefits on CR and after product of the week, as you guys can see on our nice display that we have here. You guys, be sure to check it out on the website. It'll be up probably in about an hour and a half. I'll get everything loaded up on the front page on sale. Do a big sale for you guys since you voted for it so heavily and uh, throw it on sale for the following week. So well, be sure to check well, it out. Why, why is it taller than we are? It is taller than us. <laughs> it's just way up there. It's kind of overwhelming here. You can ask Rich about that. <laughs> I think I told him to do oh, that. Did you? It's a bit high. But uh, what are the articles? One of the first articles is kind of a funny article, but it's kind of a serious article, too, that I guess a lot of people need to kind of realize because I've seen this trend starting to happen now more and more over the last couple of years because they're actually quite fun. But people need to understand that those things run really fast. The e-bike e-bike injuries they're saying now are skyrocketing to at least one in every 10 accidents are requiring hospitalization now with over 45,000 Americans are injured on e-bikes in the last few years indicating a 30-fold rise now this could be that Americans are just getting so soft they don't know how to ride motorcycles anymore (laughs) I don't know I grew up riding motorcycles since I was five I started riding dirt bikes and you know I just turned out just fine couple broken bones here and there that was was my mistake (laughs) that won't happen but but what happens is now, and this is what happens, motorcycles are a very you know, learned skill set. Usually nobody knows how to ride a bicycle or a motorcycle right off the gate when they're young. And what's happened is now they're saying that a lot of individuals are not taking these things seriously, and they're simply jumping on them because it's an electric bike. And, okay, I'm going to ride it around that's running 50 miles an hour, and they're not wearing helmets, and they don't know how to ride anything on two wheels to begin with. And they're running into people, running over things, running into cars, running over themselves. And uh, the injuries are skyrocketing. So just just want to throw that out there. If you have one, sure, have fun with it. Enjoy it. But learn how to ride it. Make sure you wear a helmet, at least for the time being, if you're going to be running around at 40, 50 miles an hour. I rode street bikes most of my life growing up. And I can tell you, I pretty much always wore a helmet on those fast things. I had numerous friends of mine that went down, including myself, and helmets saved lives. I also had a very good friend of mine that ended up dying on one that did have a helmet on. He was running entirely too fast. And soft tissue against asphalt at 50, 60, 80, 100 miles an hour does not do well. So just understand that and respect these things because they're running 50, 60 miles an hour now, Dad, as far as these e-bikes, which, I mean, well, pretty cool. But just just a heads up, especially you know, if kids are getting them. The, the crazy part is when you when you basically sit here and you and you look at the motorcycles that we have nowadays – and how insanely fast they are. Oh, I mean, we yeah. got bikes that run in the nine-second quarter mile. Easy, man. And, uh, you know, they run over 200 miles an hour. And I've had motorcycles. You know, I've had Harleys. I've had Hondas. I've had Ninjas. Uh, I've had a ball. I've had a BMW, which is the best motorcycle I've ever owned, a 1600 GTL or GT or G, whatever it was. And uh, I, I finally learned that it's just so dangerous down here with all the people living here now that I don't want to do it anymore. And so uh, Florida's I not the same. No, not, not Florida. It used to be a blast, right? Uh, I mean, that's why I sold all mine. I'd rather wrap myself in a nine thousand pound, you know, Silverado. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest with you, it's a whole lot safer. Speaking yeah. of cars, and I don't even want to do this, Austin. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. Story. We're live. I know, but I don't want to do it. This this is one of those stories. 
that I have to just sit here and just bite down on it and go, all right, you got to have to do it. All right, here it is. The greenest car in America right now might surprise you. And <laughs> I, I'm not going to read the story. I just got to tell you. you got, no, you got you to you bring it up. No, it you, says, you, you can't leave everybody hanging If now. you try to imagine a green car or an EV is probably the first thing that comes to your mind. A silent motor with tons of torque, no fumes, gasoline smells, or air <laughs> pollution belching out an exhaust pipe. Forgetting the entire time that you're charging it by the use of fossil fuel. Just thought I'd mention that. But here's the thing. It's telling us that the most greenest car in America is... Toyota Prius. Oh, gosh, I love that car. Prius. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I got to say something about the technology that Toyota put into this thing being a hybrid, not an EV vehicle. It'll go like 50, 60 miles on the first charge, and then it kicks the engine on, and then the engine will charge itself, and then it'll charge itself when you plug it in. It's pretty good technology, as much as I just loathe, loathe that car. I mean, and, and it's not so much. Yeah, it is. That car's just ugly. I don't like the car. It's cool technology, but though, it's man. Cool technology. I'm not, not going to knock it. The, 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 what they've worked and, on for the last 20 and, years and if, you know, if you own a Prius and you're listening to this show, I'm absolutely positively sure that this comment that I'm fixing to make is not going to apply to you. All right? But the vast majority <laughs> of the Prius owners, they get in the left-hand lane. They have actually websites dedicated Facebook to Facebook has a page called yeah. Left Lane Priuses. Yeah. Where they take photos of themselves bragging about blocking the lane at 60 miles an hour in the left lane. That's what they do. And, and, I, and I sit I'm, there. I'm, I know I'm live, so I'm not going to say anything really and bad So, right so I sit here in my 9,000-pound Silverado sucking down diesel fuel because it has a DPF filter on it, which it doesn't need. And, and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, they're in the left-hand lane doing 55, 60 miles an hour because they want to be. And I think to myself, what's wrong with these people? And, of course, this is terrible. I know, I know if you're listening to me, it doesn't apply to you, Okay. But 99% of the time, the guys are pencil necks. Oh, I said that. And, uh, and you can tell they're just they're softies. And, all they, they, and they've got this car now, and, they're, and, they're, and this is virtue signaling by being in the left-hand lane. And they, they don't want conflict. They don't want to deal with that. But they got a car now that weighs three, 4,000 pounds. And by golly, they have their chariot. And they're a Roman god. And they're cracking the whip. They're letting everybody know. About, and, they, and what they also do, and this, this is my favorite, this is my favorite. You're on a backcountry road with nobody coming, no no lanes anywhere else, but you got double yellow lines for who knows what reason, and the speed limit is like 60 miles an hour, and they're doing 35 on a double yellow. And you're like, really? It happened, this happened yesterday. And, and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, here's the question. Should I pass them on the double yellow line and, and, and get this shaking of the fist? Should I do that? And sometimes <laughs> they tell you you're number one, which is nice too. Unless you stop your car and want to talk to them, they quickly tell you that you're not number one anymore. But the reality is, is that, and I'm not asking you to do that. That's 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 road rage. Don't do that, okay? But uh, but it's just they, they get on these double yellow lines and then they blow the horn if you go. And remember, now, I, I, I'm not advocating you break the law. I'm not. But if you pass them on a double yellow line, there's nobody coming for miles on end, and you pass them, <laughs> they speed up. Number one, that's invariable. So you can't get around them, or you have. A car that has the ability to get around them and you zip around them and then you get the shaking of the fist and it's not just the united states that does this years ago i was in europe i'm on the autobahn i'm zipping around legally about 150 170 miles an hour and every time you turn around there's a left-hand lane electric vehicle sitting there or it's a minivan if you're a minivan owner don't get mad it's just that sometimes this is what happens with minivans and so you're sitting here, and you're slamming on the brake, slamming on the brake, slamming on the brake, 150 miles an hour, and you come down to 60 in the left-hand lane, which is made to be like over 100 miles an hour, and they do the same thing. And then you go, <laughs> and it's illegal in Europe to pass them on the right-hand. You can't go around them. If you're a six-lane highway, 
and you're in the middle lane or the, on the left-hand lane, you can't go around them in the middle lane. It's illegal. They'll take your license away for that. But since you're an American citizen <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you have a license in Europe or not as far as a European license. For America, do what I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're in Florida. We kill gators down here. Florida. Yeah. What happens is a couple of times I've gone around them on the right. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's the fish. It's number one. They're screaming and yelling, rolling the windows down at you. And, and it's like, dude, just get out of the left-hand lane. They don't want to do that. So if you're going to own the greenest car in America, I'm not endorsing it. I just want you to know, stay out of the left-hand lane, or at least do the speed limit, please. There you go, Austin. What's your next story? Speed, <laughs> speed limit in Florida is more of a recommendation. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not recommending breaking the law. I'm not especially recommending breaking the, the law. Disclaimer. Especially, law. especially on the turnpike. But on the turnpike, <laughs> it's more of a recommendation. It's kind of like, you know, slash autobahn slash turnpike. I mean, I'm not advocating breaking the law. Slash, you better have a radar detector. Slash, <laughs> ticket clinic. <laughs> I didn't endorse that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, but, but yes, I mean, obviously... You just there's enough crap that everybody's got to deal with on the road. Don't be that guy in the left lane. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> also, in other news, this is a interesting news going back. So, you know, I, I bring this up on a regular basis with what's been going on with this issue that we saw. And I got a lot of emails yesterday. This is more of, more of a, you know, more of a more, uh, sobering topic. Again, I brought up, you know, as far as what happened with the Lake and Riley uh, nurse and the whole issue that ensued with this Venezuelan migrant. I had people that most people didn't even know that had happened over there at the uh, Athens University as far as Athens uh, College. And what's interesting is I, somebody sent me a link to all these illegal alien incidents now that just have happened again. And one of them just happened in Florida, uh, another illegal alien down in Charlotte County on the Gulf Coast uh, was just arrested for raping a woman in a hotel this week in Florida. Another individual from Honduras uh, raped a 14-year-old girl at Knife Point in Louisiana. Another individual from Salvador shot a child. Golly, fifth suspect arrested in that incident. And I'm not going to keep going on this because it's, it's too negative of a topic. But I just want to reiterate the fact that what I was talking about yesterday and what we we're going into detail of, this is happening very, very often and very common now. And another reason why it's so important to make sure you understand how to defend yourself on a regular basis and make sure your family does as well. You know, that's why I got both of my kids in jujitsu and Muay Thai. And they train two to three times a week. They're getting really good. My son headbutted me in the sternum the other day. That was interesting. And uh, I, we, were, we, were, we were wrestling, and, I mean, he, he, he lit me up. And I was like, wow, that's got a strong skull there, boy. Let's, let's go for it. So now I know i got to be a little bit more aggressive with him on the ground because he's, uh, he's turning seven, and um, he's turning eight. He's getting big. He's getting aggressive. But, again, raise him right because what we've seen now with these, with these schools softening up these kids, with these families that are just turning into just soft families – this is all done by design. The food supply is lower than testosterone. You've it's got loaded with estrogen. With estrogen, which is lowering testosterone. You've got this ideology now that essentially anything that men do is wrong, which is also interesting considering how hard a lot of us work to keep things rolling. Well, you know, we do say a lot of stuff here. Well, we say a lot of stuff. I'm not saying everything's right, but I'm saying this. But we do have fun. We do have fun. And then you got, you know, this whole aspect with this feminist movement, which I'm 
just saying these women, some of them want to watch the view all day and then come back home and then fight with their husband about any topic that he says. Cause if he's a man, he's automatically wrong. I'm saying that that's the ideology that some of this is being put out there now, which is really strange as well. And then you've got the kids that are in school for eight, nine, 10 hours a day in these communist indoctrination camps and they come home and they sit on video games and they sit on iPads and it's all being done intentionally and it's orchestrated to essentially break down Americans raising little Americans. So that's why I encourage you guys continue to raise Americans, continue to teach your family how to defend themselves and be strong and be self-sufficient and continue to get the truth out there. Also to another news, this is interesting. I'm going to talk about this for a second. I'm going to hand it off to dad as far as what he thinks about this. Cause it's, it's like every time we turn around, there's another study that's coming out with the myocarditis and children and the Pfizer shot, even though this shot is still currently today as I speak being recommended for six-month-olds as an RNA gene therapy COVID shot when children have zero risk of COVID. While the CDC was promoting the COVID vaccine is safe and effective for young children, Pfizer was actually studying how much, how much it damaged the heart according to the Daily Clout Report on an internal Pfizer document. You know, the hundreds of thousands of pages of documents that have been released all last year that we've continually trove through, we're finding more and more that the safe and effective shot for kids was never safe and effective. Pfizer was studying whether how much the shot damaged the heart. Documents show that Pfizer conducted a phase two slash three study in Europe during which it vaccinated and collected blood samples from children ages five to 11 and tested them for troponin one, which is a protein released in the bloodstream when the heart is damaged. Meaning they were testing to see how much heart damage was occurring in these five to 11 year olds. Pfizer began the study in September, 2021, the month that the FDA granted Pfizer emergency use authorization for the COVID shot for children ages 5 to 11. The FDA based the EUA on the agency's thorough and transparent evaluation of the data and found no significant long-term side effects. No significant long-term side effects in 5 to 11-year-olds in a three-month study. How can you even pretend that that's even remotely accurate at all? How, how can you how, how can you even from a from a scientific standpoint how can you determine that in three months? It's a, it's, it's a lie. Can't, yeah. No, because I mean because you have to have a, usually before vaccines go to the market they're tested for ten years. Yeah. But Donald Trump, Trump gave this thing emergency use authorization. Yeah. I mean that's why the label was blank. They didn't tell you what was in it. They didn't have to. No, it's emergency because use. it was it was executive order. And uh, you know and so he pushed this and he still pushed the clot shot for years after he's out of office. Yep. Still still pushing the clot shot. And now he's finally shutting up about it because so much blowback from these seminars and these rallies that he's doing. And people saying, well, wait a minute, you should have done that. Well, he don't want to admit he's wrong. Donald, when's the last time anybody ever heard Donald Trump apologize? I'm just asking that question. We'll play the music. Now. I'll wait. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, when, when, when's you, when are you going to hear that? You don't hear that from Donald Trump. You know, not everybody's right all of the time. Sometimes we make decisions that are bad. Sometimes we make choices that are bad. You know, and that's what grace is all about. You know, in fact, yesterday on the website, I told you I was going to do this. It was the December 3rd broadcast. Uh, actually, it was a, it was a um, not you say, a sermon that Pastor Reich did on grace and what grace means. And I posted it on the website. started at the 28-minute mark. It's the absolute best sermon I've ever heard on grace, period, from any preacher anywhere at any time in my entire life. I was completely entranced by it when he was talking about it you know, from the pulpit. And now the first 28 minutes is basically a... It's a service from the Lutheran Church, which is kind of Catholicism, to be honest with you, with a little bit of a dash without a bunch of statues hanging out. But uh, but it, but it's a good, good sermon. It's, a, it's one of the best I've ever heard, and it's grace. So when we make mistakes, we have grace. But Paul says in Romans, Austin, should we continue the sins that grace may increase? This is by no means we died to sin. How can we live it any longer? 
And that's the same thing that's true, isn't it? Now, I'm going to say this very, very clearly because I don't want to rattle too many feathers here. I've already got the Prius drivers hacked off at me. That's, that's and minivan drivers. And the minivan drivers, too. But that's okay. We're good with those people because they don't usually watch the show anyhow. But, but, the, but, the, <laughs> but, but okay, if you watch If you do if drive you, a minivan, thank, thank you for you watching, watching the show. show. Thank you for supporting us. <laughs> This is, why we don't have, this is why we have the comment sections turned off. Okay? <laughs> we need to turn them on. We need to turn them on. You guys just have at it. But uh, just, just tell the truth. Don't make stuff up. That's, that's okay. But, but, the, but, but, but the thing about it is that when people make mistakes their entire life and suddenly they realize they're making mistakes and suddenly they're realizing that they're giving the kids the wrong food to eat, suddenly they realize they're giving the kids shots they shouldn't give them, it's okay because now we've learned from that. Just stop. That's what Paul's talking about. Just stop doing it. And, and realize that should we continue to willfully disobey because we've received the knowledge of the truth and we have grace? No. And so that's what we have to understand. When we start to learn the truth about what fluoride does, stop using fluoride toothpaste. When we stop to learn the truth about fluoride lowers IQ scores, stop using fluoride mouthwash. Stop drinking fluorinated water. Just stop. You, you, you can't reverse what you did the last 20, 30 years, but you can reverse what you're doing right now and stop it. And see, and that's what I talk about. Same thing with, you know, that's why I love this sermon with, with Pastor Reich. And also this, if you've got a chance to take a child out of an educational system that's promoting homosexuality, promoting transgenderism with transgender counselors and all the weirdo stuff, and you've got a chance to put them in a parochial school, especially down here in Florida now with school vouchers that are being used in parochial schools. Remember, Gillum was going to get rid of that, but we still have that available. Do it. Get them out of the educational system. Use your school vouchers, which basically is from your property taxes, Austin, that allows you to put those children into a parochial <laughs> school. So do that if you can. Because you, you, think about it for a second. You're not just developing a child for his life on this planet. You're developing him for eternity. Because, you, know, you know, death is a lie. Heaven is real. And we just leave here to go there. You know, if we're blessed and we've done what we're money to do here. And it's, you, know, you don't have to do a whole lot. You've got to accept Christ. And, and realize that he is who he says he is. And train your children up in the way they should go, like the Bible says. And then when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Now, here's another article that says, Entering a Global Great Depression by David Morgan. I don't usually talk about this stuff because most of the times these guys do stuff. They say stuff, and it simply doesn't happen. Economic analyst and financial writer David Morgan has gone against the majority of the, in the past with predictions that seemed unbelievable at the time. One prediction last year is the Fed not cutting interest rates in 2023. The Fed didn't. And Morgan is still predicting there'll be no Fed interest rate cuts coming anytime soon. Well, they really can't because they'll destroy the dollar. Now with a record high, unless they just want to destroy the dollar, I'll add that in. Now with a record high stock market, Morgan is predicting. By the way, the record high stock market is because of circular ownership of Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street owning everything. That's what does that, by the way. It's not because the economy is doing great. Now with a record high stock market, Morgan is predicting we are entering into a global depression the warning signs are, as, as Morgan explains, we're in a depression that people cannot keep up with their inflation, so they work even harder, more hours to make ends meet. Another sign, says Morgan, is that bankrupt businesses that thrive on disposable income, such as Gold's Gym, Neiman Marcus, Hertz, JCPenney, GNC, Pier One, Belk, it's founded in 1888, Revlon, and it goes on and on. That's just the same of few that's the real economy, and that list on the, these are bankrupt stores. They're used primarily on discretionary income. I don't call it disposable income. I call it discretionary income. Disposable sounds like you throw your money away. Just adding that. There's a sure sign of a depression. This is clear. Now, think about that. He's saying that Gold's Gym, Neiman Marcus, Hertz, JCPenney, GC, GNC, Pier One, Belks, Revlon, David's Bridal, Bed Bath & Beyond are all in bankruptcy because of what's happening. Now, a lot of this is also not so much what's happening to the retail stores. is that They didn't see the trend happening of people going to a 
online marketing system. And, and you what, got monopoly of Amazon. And, the, and you got Amazon here. And that, that's why we that's why I loathe Amazon. But what happens is this. When you see these stores doing this, it's because they're still going with the old model of bricks and mortar. The other day, I had a friend over, and the, we were going to watch a DVD. And my friend was kind of like laughing at me. You have DVDs. I mean, you know, it's like, I like DVDs. But I like DVDs. And, uh, you know, if we do have an apocalypse and the Internet goes down, <laughs> which is kind of I hope it doesn't happen, we, and we have power still because we have a backup generator or solar panels, we can still watch DVDs and pretend like nothing's happening around us. But the reality is, is that that is old technology that's gone, it's gone the way of the, the eight-track tape. At least you don't have to rewind tape. DVDs, though. You don't have to rewind them. It's really nice. I had a friend of mine one time, and uh, you know who he is. I'm not going to mention any names. He never put them on their sleeves. He just he shuffled them. Oh, gosh. And I told him, I said, you know, you're going to scratch those DVDs. Oh, you can't scratch these things. I'm like, pretty soon he goes, none of my DVDs work. <laughs> They're all scratched. <laughs> They're all scratched. So make sure you take care of your DVDs. And he goes that one of the biggest problems in, in, in families today are the incredible amounts of stress that are being caused from financial problems. And you know, he's right about that. But, but the thing about it is that you've got to think through the per second. How many financial problems are self-imposed? How many financial problems are because people won't cut back on, you know, on discretionary spending? How many financial problems are being caused because you won't stop going to Starbucks and getting five, six, eight, ten dollar cups of coffee? I'm asking that question. So you get one of those ten dollar cups every single day, which is loaded with all kinds of chemicals. And by the way, we really, we really dislike Starbucks on the show. Just mentioning that we talked about it yesterday. And suddenly now that you're spending three hundred dollars a month on Starbucks. That's that's over three thousand dollars a year. That's thirty six hundred dollars a year you're spending on Starbucks. Well, if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, you know, you know, ten percent of that's going to be five thousand. You're spending, you know, almost five percent of your total income on Starbucks, and that's before taxes. So think through that kind of stuff, and and don't be doing things that are bad like that. As far as from a discretionary income standpoint, you know, you don't need another set of matching dishes if you've got ten. Just mentioning that. Now, some people, well, I like my dishes. I like my plates. Okay, now, ladies, I'm kind of picking on you right now. You don't need it, guys. If you've got a bowling ball that still works. You don't need to go finance a bowling ball. It, guys, if you have an AR-15, you know, an M4, then it works great. And it's sighted in. And it, you got a bunch of ammo for it. Where do you finance bowling balls at? You just put them on a credit card? Or you actually you go, do. You finance them at a store? Yeah. You go to a store well, and do a credit fine. check for well, a no, bowling no, ball? Well, well, you know, well, you know <laughs> bowling balls get expensive. You can spend 1000 bucks on a bowling ball. Do they ball. really? I've never looked into bowling balls. Well, I'm kind of making that up, but I think I can. <laughs> And, you start selling and, bowling balls. And, and, and the thing about it is with a bowling ball, if you put it on your credit card, now you have 18 or 20 percent interest. interest. Yeah, 29. So now you're now you're paying, you know, two percent per month or whatever on the interest. You know, now your bowling ball after seven years or whatever, after four years, doubles itself in price. Yeah. So if you don't have your credit card paid off to a zero balance every month, why don't we just stop using it for a minute? Well, one of the biggest things, too, we talk about this all the time. If you're tight on cash, you're trying to really cut back on expenditures. One of the most effective things you can do is stop going out to eat. I'm, I'm yeah, be honest, I've, I've said, done that yeah, numerous right. times when I've been looking at cash flow, I've been looking at this. I'm like, because A, when you do the math on it, you can go to the store and stock up on chicken, rice, green beans, vegetables, whatever food you want. And you can eat very clean doing it that way. And you can make the food you need all week for minimal amount of money. I mean, you go to a restaurant now. I mean, I took the kids to a restaurant the other day, all four of us. And I mean, we all got nice food, good food. It was like $150. For dinner, I went to a barbecue place the other day and got some barbecued beef brisket. Yeah, and it was by the time I gave the tip, it was close to eighty bucks. Yeah, for three I, I was I was shocked. Yeah, 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 I was like, golly, four people. Well, no, but eighty dollars, you can still go to Aldi's, not Publix, Aldi's, 
publish is really expensive, and go to Aldi's and get some quite a bit of food for eight dollars. Organic eggs, organic beef, and everything. Organic else. butter at Aldi's, yeah. But yeah. so that's it. Oh, by the way, survivor of Myos China. I was telling Tucker Carlson that the U.S. is heading toward communism after rearing generations of Marxists who's now running schools and colleges, and it must be stopped. This guy's like eighty years behind on this note, but he's right. Because that's what we have here, and that's we've talked about this time multiple times on the Frankfurt School and what's happened to the school system. That's why I said just a few minutes ago, if you have the opportunity to put your child in a real parochial school that's real, not one of these liberal ones that you know bring in gay professors and all the rest. And if you're gay, I mean, I'm not trying to make you mad, but you don't watch this show anyhow, so I don't even know why I'm addressing you. If, if, if you want to do that, years ago, I had a, a friend of mine who's an accountant. I'm just going to be just kind of direct here. And, and she goes, uh, she had a little, one little boy, and she's super domineering. And women who, have, who are real domineering, a lot of times they raise gay sons because usually the father's not present. And I'm, I'm not going to get into all that today. That's just that's the psychology. And, and I'm not saying that if a person is born that way because of hormones in the food supply, they had anything to do with it. I'm not saying that either. I'm not going there right now. But she basically had this little boy, and he wanted to start taking ballet lessons. He's like six years old. And I looked at her, and I said, now you realize that his dance instructor – 99% of the time probably is going to be gay if he's teaching ballet. You know, this isn't Marichnikov. And he goes, she goes, uh, well, no, 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 it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, he's not. I said, why don't you ask him? Well, my little boy wants to have a pair of ballet slippers. And I'm like, oh, he wants ballet slippers. And I said, that's, that's nice. I said, why don't you talk to the instructor to find out if this is the mentor that you want for your son? And her name was Marilyn, still is, she's still alive. And she came back to me about a month later, and I said, how's the ballet lessons doing? She goes, oh, no, I talked to him. He's definitely gay, and I, I didn't want him around my son anymore. I'm like, okay, good choice. And now I'm going to say that kind of clearly here with you because here's why. You've got to be careful who your children hang out with when they're young like that because if you have them hang out with those types of individuals that are endorsing a lifestyle that's opposed to God's word, they're going to think that lifestyle's okay and that you're endorsing it because you're basically hanging out with that person. Now, I know that's a lot of meddling right there. And I know a lot of you've got gay children and all the rest of that stuff. And I know that it's not something that you wanted or you have gay friends or the gay cousins or whatever. I got that. You know, we're in that world right now. And I'm not saying being mean to people like that. I'm just saying realize that if you put them around young children, that type of lifestyle is going to get endorsed. So just be really, really careful on who you associate with. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. The same thing goes true. If they're involved in other types of illegal activities, you don't want your kids hanging around them. So just be very, very, very careful of what you do and what you choose for your kids, especially in that developmental process when they're in a theta brainwave state from like four to nine. That's super, super important. And then, quite frankly, you know, you've got to be real careful with all this pedophilia going on nowadays to protect your kids and not let them be with people that you don't want them to be with or the people that you don't know. And that includes spending the night at other people's houses now, Austin. I mean, it's gotten really, really yes, bad. And I, I, I don't know how I got on this topic right now, but maybe that's going to resonate with somebody who's listening right now because I've heard too many horror stories from adults who went to somebody's house one night and bad things happened to them. Yep. So just just try to think through what you're doing. What do you think, Austin? And, and, and something to add on that. As a parent, as a father or mother, you know, if you see something or feel something that's kind of odd where your kids are staying at somebody's house or you're over there and you're picking up on something and you're getting a check in your gut, don't ignore it. A lot of times you don't want to obviously just be needlessly paranoid. Oh, my gosh, everybody's out to get me and my children. But at the end of the day, if you're feeling like something's odd or you're noticing something that's very odd behavior or if your children are coming back home and they act very odd and there's something very despondent about them, do some digging and do some research and be there to support your kids and support your family, but also be there to protect them at any and all costs because – 
Dad's right. There's a lot of really, really strange people out there. And the problem with it is this perverted ideology now that they're trying to push, especially with the transgenderism and all that. And I get it. There's certain people out there that are just, they have mental disorders. I get that. But you have now, we've already seen this, where a lot of these individuals that are involved with this lifestyle, they've been arrested before for pedophilia. They've been involved with child trafficking That's before, and true. then they're doing drag queen story hours. I've, I've covered that in numerous stories. So, again, just be cautious of that and be cautious of what your children are being exposed to. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. I was looking here, and we were talking about it earlier, and, uh, you know, Denver is liberal as it's gotten now and all the aspects of it. They're now saying here essentially that on-call employees that work for Denver Parks and Recreations could have their hourly work reduced to zero hours to help the city cut its budget. And this isn't something that's just for Denver. I've heard this now. I've been looking at articles all across the country, especially in these Democratic-run cities, because the expenditures are getting so high, and they're hiring so many people. And most of these positions, let's be real, they're needless. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying people are working for the city are not good and they aren't needed in certain positions, but a lot of times you get these groups that they just start hiring people to make it appear that they're doing more than they are. And in reality, nothing's getting done. At the same time, everything's getting more expensive. There was an article here talking about a market watch discussing how housing affordability is at a 12-year low with the 7 to 8% mortgages that are floating around right now. And discussed how essentially this is the first time in over 12 years that the average family can't afford a house anymore. And what's interesting about this is, though, at the same time, I was reading an article about this, and it was discussing how home prices have hit all-time highs and how there's not really a massive glut of houses as far as available, and there's not this massive shortage of houses because there's houses being built everywhere, and the old houses that are there are still there. It's the fact that a lot of these mortgage companies, a lot of these equity firms like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, they've been holding on to these houses, and what they've been doing is they've been intentionally driving the prices of them up. And we've watched this now with a lot of areas around here where these houses, they're not necessarily even selling for the prices that they are listing them for, but they're holding the prices on them because they do not want to allow the housing market to dip down at all because of how much money they're making with these mortgage rates right now. So just be cautious in the housing market. There's a lot of really strange stuff that's going on. But when you start having companies like BlackRock, who's got $11 trillion, I think, as far as on their balance sheet, these guys can move money around really easy and hold stuff, and it doesn't affect them at all. Well, and, the and what they do a lot of times, they use proxies. Yep. You know, they'll have somebody own the house, but that person really doesn't own the house. It's owned by somebody else. And that other person has another shell company that yeah, no, owns something no, else. No, and yes. so, and I mean, I, this is, I mean I, I've seen them before where they come in and you rent a house and now they refuse to do anything to fix the house. Yep. Okay. And they tell you that they're going to keep your damage deposit because you won't fix the house. And then basically you have a flood and the pipe breaks. They won't even come in and do anything to fix the house and they won't fix the flood. They won't get the mold out of the wall. And then when you finally say, I'm going to move out, they say, well, you have to paint the fascia around the house. Yeah, to get your deposit back. Yeah, the, the, the fascias are 17 feet tall, and so you have to get an extension ladder and go up on the ladder to paint the fascia and caulk everything in. And when you look at the fascia, it hasn't been painted in 25 years, and it's all about keeping the deposit because now they have a verbal record or an audio record or a text record of, like, we told you to fix the – you know, and it's just on and on and on. But then you try to find out who the people are, and they're, they're in another country. Yeah. And they're using some weirdo from another country to be basically the landlord who turns into this unbelievable tyrant who runs around with green fangs and fingernails. And you think, what the heck's wrong with this person? And they won't fix anything. So it's kind of crazy. By the way, speaking of perverts who own houses, <laughs> just thought I'd say that. 
this is from Breitbart, and uh, this is a shocking one to me. It says, perverts paradise. The porn industry races to capitalize on AI video generation. The AI image generators trained on pornographic content promises to revolutionize adult entertainment with custom dream girls. They also raise concerns about consent, likeness rights, income loss for performers, preventing abusive depictions. As one industry insider explains, the technology will catch on. It will get abusive before it gets helpful. Well, it's never going to get helpful, by the way. This pornography thing is just right out of the pit of hell. But the crazy part about this is they put these AI-generated images on there who look like real people. You cannot tell the difference. And I, that's why I wanted to bring this up with Breitbart. And what's happened is they found out now that these OnlyFans people I'm just going to be weird here for a second because it's strange stuff to talk about. Some of these girls are making millions of dollars a year. And so what's happening now, they're coming in and saying, well, there's no reason not to just generate or an image. Okay. Let, me, let me put it this way. Back in the 60s, there was a group called the Monkees. Okay. It was basically a completely – it was a band that was completely fabricated. The guys couldn't even play instruments, right? And they really – some of them couldn't really even sing, but they were like picked out of a lineup. Yeah. Well, then they got in a big fight because they want to have their own music. You watch there's a whole video on them on you know on PBS talking about the story of them. And then what happened is some of these producers back then said, well, what we'll do is we'll just do a group of cartoon characters so we don't have to pay royalties, and the cartoon characters could sing, and we'll fabricate voices for them. This is this is stuff been going on for a long, long time. That way they don't have to pay royalties. And so that's what they're doing now with this. So if you think there's a plethora of people already having you know, these these accounts, these these OnlyFans pages, this fixes to go nuts. If there's a million now, there'll be 100 million within five years because all of this fake stuff's going to be out there. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, and the, the creepy part about it, too, with AI and a lot of the stuff that's been happening with it is, you know, how long is it going to take before you start having, say, surveillance videos fabricated to blame people for certain crimes. Oh, they're already doing that. Right. So I'm saying yeah. when you start having, oh, this is evidence. We have we have video evidence of so-and-so doing this. There's a video of you doing something that you never did because, well, this, 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 this is evidence right here. It's, it's digitized. It's digitized. You saw that with deep fake when they did that. That one guy that had that deep fake account, he did that with Tom Cruise. Yeah, you couldn't tell the difference. Couldn't, everybody thought Tom Cruise got, you know, feed. And by the way, since we're talking about perverts, let's talk about Disney. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Nolte, Disney faces a wave of subscriber cancellations over price increases. Good riddance to Disney. I hope they bankrupt themselves. You know, yesterday somebody told me that the, said that the Cinderella's castle had burned down, which I haven't seen that on the news. I don't think it has. I'm, in fact, I'm pretty sure it has not. Really I think that would be a pretty big deal in Florida. Pretty big deal in Florida. <laughs> but, the, but the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, that doggone theme park and all the stuff they stand for and the perversion and all the rest of it, uh, to me, it'd be good riddance to get Disney out of Florida. I don't think Florida has benefited one bit from Disney World ever coming here personally. In my opinion, the roads are unbelievably congested and the traffic is horrible. And the amount of people that are there working all the time and just it's just I don't care for it. I don't go there anymore unless I get a free ticket. And then I don't even like going anyhow. And I haven't been there a long, long time because I won't go over there and spend money. And every time I go there anyhow, because of uh, an incident that happened a few years ago. I get, I get, I get, I get flagged. wandered down anyhow. So I'm kind of tired of all that. So it's a weird thing. And that's some of the outdoor thefts. I don't do that. I try not to do well, that. Well, this is why the went after Disney so much as far as with Reedy Creek. Cause I mean, I do think at the beginning phase in the 60s and 70s, 
Disney probably brought in a lot of revenue, outside revenue, into the state of Florida from tourism. They did. They did they do did. that. And so that's why they were given this, like, carte blanche community to pretty much do anything they wanted. I mean, they're, they don't have to have to do Swift mode. They no, they they're, they're their own little country. A lot of people don't realize that. Well, they were. I don't think they still no, are. No, no, that, that they were with the Reedy Creek, and DeSantis stripped a lot of that away. Because when I, I didn't even know that, that they didn't even have to get outside inspections or permits or approvals. No, they did it all They did time. everything internal. They wanted to go and dredge out a swamp. They didn't have to ask Swift mud. They just went and just dredged it and built another resort on it. That's what we're doing. I remember years ago, I think it was Universal went up, and I remember Universal started working on itself, you know, on and on and on. I mean, it was building it for years. And then all of a sudden, Disney says, well, they're doing Universal. We'll do MGM. And like yeah. they get it put up as fast as Universal was in Universal work because, because they don't have to deal with the permits Correct. or inspections or all the rest of the stuff. And so it's horrible is, is what it is. And so they were given that car block basically right to do whatever they wanted to do by you know the people back in the 60s i think it was claude kirk i think that's what the governor back then i can't remember if that was him or not but he's long gone anyhow well a lot of but, people don't don't realize is that vast majority of people in central florida did not want a theme park going in into that orlando area and so they used multiple shell companies through disney to buy up all the surrounding properties for pennies on the dollar and basically told keep, them keep the land prices there's down. going to be ag property there, there, that's all we're going to do it's going to be ag property there's like 15 different shell companies that bought 30, almost 30,000 acres yep and they went in and did all that and then all of a sudden they found out everybody found out after they sold the properties that oh by the way there's just one major company called reedy creek that's now consolidated all the properties and all the companies and they're putting a theme park on it and so it is what it is. I don't know how we got on this topic. Disney. Oh, by the way, they treat you like <laughs> sheep because you act like sheep. Good article. I'm going to read this to you. Just a reminder, it went from two weeks to slow the spread to two years locked inside your house reporting your neighbors. Yeah. It went from one mask to two masks to mask can come off if you get the shot to put it back on even after you've gotten the shot. Publix did that. It went from Johnson & Johnson one and done shot to we need to put – you know, pull it due to risk blood clots. It went from two shots and you're fully vaccinated to you need to get your updated boosters a few times a year. Yeah. It went from breakthrough cases are rare to the vaccinated are still testing positive. It went from pandemic of the unvaccinated to the unvaccinated are still here four years later, hanging out as healthy as they ever were. That'd be me in Austin. It went from winter of severe illness and death to no, not really. It went from super spreaders to open border, baby. It went from we just need to get the elderly jab to finally approved for childhood vaccination schedule. It went from 100% effective and a dead end to the virus to tens of millions are experiencing adverse reactions. At what point do you admit you were duped? When, you when you're dead, you don't need to be a medical expert to see it. If you don't see a graph to prove it, you need only a functional brain and eyeballs. But I guess after eight shots in three years, that may be too much to ask. But good Lord, absolute peak morons out there. Legendary stupidity on every level right now. That's a good article. I've posted it. It's called, They Treat You Like a Sheep Because You Act Like a Sheep. Uh, what do you think about that, Austin? Uh, pretty much spot on. I mean, I could have said it much better than that. I've, I've talked about it repeatedly, and I told everybody when it was going on repeatedly, you know, wh what line do you finally take a step back and go, okay, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't okay. We're not going to go along with this. We're going to take a step back and say, listen, enough is enough. In German, it's good nook. We're done. It's over with. We're not doing We're not playing this game anymore. And a lot of people did. And a lot of states did, like Texas and Florida. I mean, that's and that's one of the reasons why – We've got such a problem that we have down here in Florida now as far as with the population growth expanding without any type of significant infrastructure being put in because Florida is now the trendy state to move to. 
I was reading another article the other day, and they were talking about how Florida is like the number one state in the country for everybody to move to from blue states. But, you know, last night I was walking around. It's, you know, February, right? I'm walking around outside. It's like 8 o'clock. I'm sitting outside, you know, in a chair, and it's like 60 degrees, you know, clear blue skies with a few chemtrails here and there. And I think to myself, this is about as perfect as it gets. And, no, you didn't hear that. I did not just say that. Don't I was about to say, floor. dude, I thought it was like 98 last night, and the mosquitoes tried to take oh, me off yeah, to they the were, they were, they were, they were, the, the mosquitoes were carrying off the live. The Eight lifestyle. gators I had to fight <laughs> off last night so they didn't get in my house. Yeah, no, Florida's horrible. Don't, you, you don't, don't, want to, don't ever want to come down here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is interesting. Is, is More and more of these weird, crazy bills keep putting foot forth now. The Biden White House is struggling to maintain any type of coherent policy now with what's going on as far as with the death toll they're now saying the Palestinians is over 30,000 according to the health ministry figures which is creating immense pressure on Washington to essentially to handle and put a rein on Israel there's an article here now talking about how Biden has refused to attach any conditions to the defense aid that they're giving Israel while at the same time they're giving support and supplies to Palestine essentially funding both sides of this conflict. They said, while it's clear that the bulk of weaponry and bombs are landing on civilians now, they're being supplied by the U.S., but the U.S. administration now fully appears ready to give Netanyahu government an ultimatum, allegedly, on how much they can keep bombing civilians. And, you know, it's crazy about this article and with what's going on with it is I was shocked when this first started happening on how many people that were awake and patriots immediately stop even focusing and looking at what's going on on our homeland and what's going on in our towns and what's going on in our cities and what's going on in our borders. And when I brought this up, I said it was crazy to me how so many people were staring at the TV in all support of Israel. we got to bomb Palestine, but nobody even bothered to pay attention to what was going on at our own borders. And this is why it's, again, I always tell you, the narrative that they push and the man behind the curtain and the media, the propaganda that they push is very effective Always ask the question when you're seeing something continually pushed on every single news platform, who is pushing the narrative and what are they benefiting from it? And it's something you really want to follow if you want to just go along with the narrative or you want to do your own research. But I thought this is interesting now is finally, I guess, they're getting so much flack that the Biden administration now is having to give Netanyahu an ultimatum. They can't keep giving them an endless amount of money, supplies, weapons, and munitions unless they actually use them in a militaristic manner instead of just a civilian genocide manner. It's, not, it's nonsense. They will, never, they, will never, they will never do that. No, but it's crazy to me now this topic is even being brought up. What, months and months and months now after this happened? Like, this wasn't a topic to bring up, you know, right when we started giving them tens of billions of dollars? Well, you know, it doesn't matter because of APAC, the American Israeli yeah, Political Action Committee, controls Washington pretty much. And, you know, and, you know, the CFR is controlled through the Rothschild banking cartel. It was the, it was an offshoot of the League of Nations, which became the you know, United Nations. All this stuff is tied together to the international banks. It always has been, always will be. Uh, speaking of good news, magnesium brain food. Here's a shameless plug. <laughs> okay. I had some issues with brain fog. We developed this product. Brain fog went away almost immediately. Just saying. It's a phenomenal product. It helps to clear the mind out. does a good job on that. Plus, because it's magnesium, it helps to prevent and stop the build of calcium in the arteries. Just saying that as an anecdotal thing. By the way, Biden is now signaling, go back to your story, Austin, there could be a ceasefire okay, and a truce in Gaza soon. But Israel and Hamas indicate that no such deal is imminent. Now, that's political theater by Joe Biden. There you go. Because yeah. he's just lying. Wait a minute. 
Joe Biden's lying. Joe Biden always lies. Joe Biden reads a teleprompter sometimes when he can actually see the words. Joe Biden is senile. If you think Joe Biden is running the United States of America, uh, then this show has not done its job. There's other groups of people and outside people that are doing this, and it's all through the Satanism, through Kabbalists, through the International Luciferian, through the Synagogue of Satan. That's who runs the United States of America and who runs the world right now. And when we understand that, it starts to make more sense. Speaking of some things that you shouldn't be involved in, and I know I'm going to step on some toes right now, but I'm going to read you the article and see just let it says what it says. 90% of Tattoo Inc. contains chemicals that can cause organ damage. A study finds with more Americans now than ever inked up. About a third of Americans have at least one tattoo, statistics suggest, but now experts are warning that their ink may contain contaminants. More than nine in 10 people who get tattoos in the U.S. could be unwittingly exposing themselves to chemicals that can cause organ damage. Tests in New York on 54 ink samples found 45 contain compounds that were not listed on the label. The most common was polyethylene glycol. Common has been linked to damage to organs, including a type of necrosis of the kidneys. Others included two phenoxenol, which have been linked to nervous system dysfunction in infants and an antibiotic. I knew one girl that I knew who had a baby and she was completely tatted up from like neck to feet. And the baby was born with a neurological disorder and basically was paralyzed. I, I'm just, I'm not saying that that's, uh, you can't quantitatively prove that that's exactly what caused it. But lady, if you're gonna get pregnant, and you're gonna have kids, why don't you wait until after you have babies before you start doing that? Or maybe you should put that on the back burner and never do it. The Food and Drug Administration is set to start regulating tattoo inks in the coming months, which I'm glad over a vote in Congress in late 2022 who gave the agency the power to do so. Legislators decided on the shift after multiple reports of illnesses caused by microbe contaminants in the tattoos. And they start listing and they start showing other tattoos, et cetera. Tattoos, inks are regulated as cosmetics alongside makeup and body lotions, among others, under the Modernization of Cosmetics Regulation Act. This is the largest overhaul of the Cosmetics Regulation Act since 1938 and gave the FDA new powers to monitor the increasing ingredients and all the poisons that are in tattoos so if you're going to do this just make sure the ink is clean yeah, I, good quality. I, I, one thing i was going to add to that is i got i do tons of people with tattoos now i do too i do too it, it doesn't matter to me one thing about it though is i know i'm not I've talking heard, about moral i've heard this thing i've heard this multiple times is some people because like i'm all, i'm allergic to red 40 food coloring and, mm. and food and drinks and if i drink and my throat gets sore i just I, I don't feel good on red 40 and i've heard from multiple people though especially with colored inks colored tattoo inks a lot of people have reactions to that and actually start coming back out of the skin they can get sick from it they can have reactions so just be aware of that if you start going down that route and you want to start getting a large amount of tattoos that you can have reactions to it and yeah make sure you're getting some quality ink as far as because that's the last thing you want to do is be getting infections all over your body with that stuff so you're, you're putting a needle in your skin with ink Definitely something to be aware of. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. New evidence now shows that pregnant women, the COVID RNA shot actually targeted the placenta and umbilical cord and fetus. The peer-reviewed study published in the American Journal presented new evidence on the harms of the COVID vaccine in pregnant women. For the first time, researchers show how the COVID-19 vaccine RNA infiltrates the umbilical cord blood and penetrates the fetal placental barrier targeting the uterus and developing fetus with spike proteins. This is crazy, guys. I'm going to post this on the website. They, you know, this shot just gets worse. It's like every single time, every week, there's no research. Eugenics. I mean, it just gets worse. 
They said explaining, when explaining the safety of the RNA vaccines, the manufacturers assured that the RNA degrades in the deltoid muscle. You guys remember this. It stays in the muscle. doesn't go anywhere. It stays right in the muscle, breaks down, gives you, you know, your immunity to it. It was a complete and total lie. They essentially never gave you immunity. It quickly left the body and went into the bloodstream. And they said the false assurance has been massively debunked now by independent scientists more than once. Not only does the injected RNA escape the injection site, it spreads systemically throughout the entire body and in pregnant women to the placenta and umbilical cord blood of the fetus. The latest research show that the alleged vaccine is not an immunization at all, but more of a weapon that targets reproduction in future generations of people. After the RNA reaches the reproductive system, researchers were able to detect spike proteins in the placental tissue. It wasn't just in the delta, it don't move down to the heart or anything else. They're talking about finding this in the placental tissue. The RNA not only crossed the fetal placental barrier, but also remained bioactive, forcing the body to produce toxic spike proteins in the areas of the body where natural biological processes are necessary for sustaining life. Meaning this stuff was transferred to the kids. And now a lot of people are realizing why we started seeing so many fetal problems being born. Miscarriages. Miscarriages early, early, you know, spontaneous abortions, all types of health problems when the kids were born. And I still remember to this day, and I remember I shook my head. I walked into a convenience store. This is back in like 2021. And Walensky, that piece of crap that was running CDC at the time, that nightmare Jezebel she was. And she was on CNN. They, were, they had it on the, on the TV of this, this convenience store. And she's on there talking to the news anchor. And she's going, we now strongly recommend that all pregnant women immediately go out and get the COVID shot. Immediately. We have found it to be safe and effective for all pregnant women. And I remember looking at it, and I just I shook my head. I stopped what I was doing. I looked at one of the people in there. I said, are you hearing this? And looked at me and goes, he, he goes, how do they even know it's safe for babies? They haven't even tested it long. The shot hasn't even been out long enough to have babies born with the shot exposed to them. And I said, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And to this day now, I still remember that because I remember watching that news scene and how it was just – I just shook my head because you're sitting there saying – and it's like we talked about before when the first article I brought up where they're saying now that the research Pfizer was doing was testing to see if the COVID shot, how much of a heart problem it was causing, how much myocarditis it was causing in children. But then we determined after three months now it's safe and effective for five-year-olds to take. No, no long-term, no long-term health problems whatsoever from it, and it's like it eventually, at a certain point in time, you got to ask yourself a question. It's like you just brought up earlier on that: how long are you going to keep going along with a lie and realize we've been duped? We're not going to, we're not going to be duped again, so to speak. <laughs> and you know, there's an old song by the Hue, you know, yeah, Revolution, what it was. It says, "Meet the old boss, same as the new, new boss. boss. The new boss, same as the old boss." And probably one of the greatest, if you like rock music, probably one of the greatest songs, rock songs ever played. And it was basically done back in the 60s, 70s, whenever it was, as a protest against elections in the Vietnam War. But we need to realize, guys, you know, when you have an election process that's so corrupted like we have in the United States now, and a CDC that's so corrupted, and you have a, a government that is completely run by the international banking cartels, you know, and you have all these people getting blackmailed by Jeffrey Epstein, and they won't give us the names of the people who were judges and politicians that went to Epstein's island. And they refused to release the information to us. There's a problem. It's a real problem. And I went into detail on this yesterday. Yesterday was one of those shows I want everybody. I've gotten, by the way, I've gotten emails and texts from all over the world on yesterday's show. I need you guys to forward yesterday's show everywhere. It's one of those. 
And it's just, we just, I basically told her, you got to stand your ground. You got to stop this. Can't do it. Brazil now is starting mass vaccination among a massive upsurge in dengue fever. Emergency, that's it. There's a basically a 400% increase in dengue fever. Dengue fever is surging Brazil's hot rainy seasons, forcing health authorities to take emergency measures and start mass vaccination against the mosquito-borne illness. In the first five weeks of this year, 364,000 cases have been reported. The rapid spread of dengue has caused 40 confirmed deaths, the ministry said, and a further 265 are being investigated. Brazil has bought 5.2 million doses of den- the dengue finger vaccine. Of vaccine. So, and so let me stop for one second here. When you basically inject a person with an mRNA vaccine and it's reproducing itself inside of your system, the only reason it can do that is you have to put an immune suppressant in it because the body would eliminate that spike protein almost immediately because it thinks it's a cold virus. But it can't eliminate it once it gets incorporated into your cells using microtechnology, microlipid technology that allow it to penetrate into the nucleus of the cell and start telling the cell to manufacture spike proteins. This is a nightmare. This is off-world technology. I've covered this in depth before, and I'll say it again. It was from it was it was basically from Roswell. It's from fallen angels. It's from demons. Whatever you want to call it, aliens. Pick a name. Who cares at this point? And realize that our entity. Well, no, it's true, Austin. Who cares? No, no, don't, don't, don't get all wrapped up in that. I mean, you know, so, some, some people call them reptilian aliens. Well, you know, Lucifer showed up as a snake, right? That's everything's so bizarre. No, it's no, it's the same. What's happening? You know how we're dealing with all this, and and we need to realize at this point that we have an off-world presence here that really doesn't like us. And when we get that, then we start understanding that they're the ones that are calling the shots and have done so for thousands of years on this country through the ancient Canaanite religions. And they really like to see what they can do to us from a petri dish standpoint to see how they can destroy God's creation. And how much people can sit the stuff. And how much people can sit They really the stuff. do. They, I, I think they get a kick out of it. Well, no, they, well because they're perverts. And here, here's the thing. <laughs> no, they're perverts. I know. Weirdos, okay? and, here, and the Bible's very clear. It says you know, that, you know, that Lucifer's back down here running around as a roaring lion. It says that. And the earth, he's been confined to this planet. And so he's really hacked off about it all. We cover this in depth in Angel Wars, but there are rules of engagement to be, a, to be involved down here, which includes our freedom of will. Yep. That's why you have to give them permission to do this stuff. Well, I tell you what, I don't give you permission to do anything to me. The answer is no. Go away. Hit the highway. I'm done with you. So you're not going to come here and hassle me, hassle my household, hassle my family. I'm not going to put up with it. And it's like bringing Lucifer into your house and inviting him through the front door. Why would you do that? Why would you allow the enemy to come behind the lines? Why would you do that? But people do it all the time. You know, as I have used the analogy before, they bring you a basket full of snakes, pit vipers, and they said, here, sign for this. You say, no, get out of there with your snakes. We're not going to do with this mess in this house. See, that's the problem that we have. Christians have allowed these people to come into their lives and have not required that they be of like mind. They can be doing all kinds of weird stuff. I, I, I talked to this girl a long time ago. It was so funny. And, uh, you know, after Sharon had passed away, and she told me that she did, you know, tarot card readings. Okay, well, that's Satanism. And, she and I said, oh, so you're into the dark side of the occult. Oh, no, no, I just do tarot cards and witchcraft, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is a hard pass for me. I'm done. And see, that's what you have to do. You, when, you, when you find out somebody's in some weirdly, really weird stuff, you got to step away and say, you know, no, nah, I don't think so. Not on my watch. Let's go try to find somebody else that I can hang out with. It's not going to be like this. But when we know we got all this 400% increase in dengue fever down here, because their immune system has been compromised because of the COVID shots, they're not even talking about that. So what the, what's the answer to it? More shots, more dengue fever shots, more money for the pharmaceutical More mosquitoes. Guys, more mosquitoes <laughs> and all the rest. And remember, they put all those genetically modified mosquitoes, mosquitoes down there yep. too. And so all this stuff kind of comes to fruition. And so you start to think to yourself, wow, this planet is messed up. Yeah, that's why we are not of this world. We were bought at a price. This is not our home. We're like just passing through, so to speak. So always remember that. Always keep your head high, your shoulders back, and say, 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Even if it's raining, even if something happens, I'm going to still have a good attitude because listen to me, friends, the one thing that you can control every day of your life is your attitude. That's a fact. When I became a Christian decades ago, I decided that today, in 2024, I was going to have a good attitude because I decided back then that every single day was the day the Lord hath made, and every day from that point forward, I'm going to have a good attitude. If you're with God and God plus one is always a majority, why in the world are you going to be down? Don't allow that to happen to you. And don't run around praying imprecatory prayers. Don't do that. It's bad. But realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can always put God first and Jesus first because they will know us. Why? Because we love one another. I have to pray for you guys again last night and this morning. I love you. I, I mean what I really do. And, and thank you for putting up with some of our annex. I mean, we, we try to kid around some. We try to make this as entertaining as we can. This is some pretty negative stuff we got to talk about. <laughs> so we joke around about a Prius or whatever. Well, I really wasn't joking. But if we, if we say stuff about Priuses in a joking manner, which I did, just go with the flow with us because we're trying to entertain you and have fun at the same time <laughs> and give you hope. Because that's what God did for all of us through Christ. I love you guys. Also, what do you think? Close it up. And one thing, I, I, this has always been a cool quote that I like from Bruce Lee. He was an incredible fighter. Guy was crazy good. And uh, just athlete, I didn't agree with everything he always said, but he had a quote, and I've, I've quoted this a lot. He said, you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. True power is taking a step back and observing everything with logic. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. Breathe and allow things to pass and be analyzed. And that's, that's a cool quote. I've always thought about that. It's like Dad just said, you're the only one that can control your attitude. Wake up in the morning, you decide if you want to control it or if you want to allow other people to control it. Well, it's if, to throw if it's out raining there. and you don't like the day, well, you know, the crops <laughs> need rain, too, and ducks like rain, so why are you complaining yeah, about Yeah, earthworms ducks? need rain, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the grass yeah. needs rain. I don't have from the sprinklers. That's right. Oh, good. <laughs> I appreciate you, my friends. You guys need anything? Be sure to check out the website, Magnesium Brain Food Product of the Week. Love that stuff. It's really good. Every Mixed day. berry, tastes incredible. Mix it up with water. Mix it in a shake. Whatever you want to mix it with. On sale. I'll have it up on the website for a big discount today at healthmasters.com. So you guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Talk to you again tomorrow, as always, on the show. Thank you. Love have you a great guys. evening. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.